today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. It's Friday. It's 11:35, and that means Tech Talk. And uh, Adam Oldfield, the president and CEO of FPM and FPM Three Marketing and Vacuum In, that's right, is with us here. Uh, brought to you by Hamilton Limousine. Wonderful and, guys. And you're often brought to us by Hamilton I am, <laughs> I am often, regularly, consistently, yes, taking care of, uh, I was just talking with Marcus yesterday. Yeah, we were, uh, We once again, Toronto is, uh, with all the craziness going on, uh, I can't thank them enough for getting me where I need to be from point A to point B, uh, safely and securely. And, and honestly, uh, you know, with all the things going on, I mean, in Hamilton, we were just talking about traffic and so forth. Hamil- you know, when you're using Hamilton Limo to get to the airport, it's even more of a mindset. My dad likes to travel a lot. He travels and and we use Hamilton limo and you know it's just my dad's a very uh, uh, anticipated nervous guy when he when he mm-hmm. travels like many do it's like am I gonna be late I don't want to miss my flight I want to get there early you know what they just they have a way of communicating and they, they they're just absolutely phenomenal phenomenal if you need to get to the airport get anywhere Hamilton limo will take, take uh, and we've there. we've done that a number of times too if we've had to go to conferences or, or fundraisers yeah, yeah. or something like that you know hey just you know let's just Get the get the limo. That's right. it. Takes care of a lot of. And your you know what they do? And I, th- I think I mentioned the story a few years ago with the the Keith Urban concert. We were just the first ever concert right. at Tim Horton Field. And we we used Hamilton limo to yeah. get there that night. And and now they were saying that a lot of people are doing that if they're going to concerts because yeah. you may want to have a, a beer or something like that, and you, yeah. you just want to enjoy the evening. So you get six or seven, you know, couples together or whatever the number is because they've got vehicles, size vehicles for everything. That's right, yeah. And absolutely. they'll get you there and back safely and you're going to have a good time. Well, you know what? The big thing for me is parking. I hate parking. I hate parking. Like it, in Hamilton, whether Toronto, it's a parking thing for me because they got to find a spot, pay for the spot, then go back and find the spot. And then sometimes you end up like getting stuck in the spot or my car doesn't work. And anyway, so it's a, it's also a big parking issue for me. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I just find it very, you're right, as an example, going to a concert that's fin- you, you walk out they're right there for you and they text you immediately they tell you where they're at yep. and you hop in and off you go that's it, it's a convenience and you're saving a lot of uh, fuel emissions with all of the things I keep hearing about protests uh, you know what your your carpooling is also a good thing too so keep that in mind Hamilton Limousine check that's them right. out they're the best uh, who got hacked this week <laughs> <laughs> we always start the show off I'm just going to make it yeah here's the hack of the here's week here's the hack of the week the hack of the week is actually a big one TransUnion got nailed. Over thirty-seven thousand Canadians got hacked. Now TransUnion is claiming innocence in this, but between June twenty-eighth and July the eleventh, uh, what happened was in this past this past year, uh, over thirty-seven thousand uh, Canadians were uh, I'm going to say infiltrated and information stolen. Um, what's interesting about this hack that we you know want to I want to highlight and identify versus the other ones that have gone on with all of our other information is this was done by a third party. Now, TransUnion is a credit checking company, and that's where you can go to check your credit score. And and we heard about Equifax, but that was more in the U.S., the 1.4 million. That was a U.S. key, and there was less than 20,000 Canadians that were impacted on that one. This one actually has a little more of of an interesting component because leasing companies, uh, used cars, mortgage companies, private mortgage companies, they all are using TransUnion or Equifax. But in this case, it was the third party company company that got infiltrated, which is where it took longer to report because the information obviously was coming from another source. Now, uh, we're talking about hacking and security. This this could have been resolved if we had a two-tier system and a two-tier. Explain what that means. Two-tier means that it takes 
two two levels before you can access. So we've probably seen that if you have an Apple phone where you try to sign into your iCloud or yeah. in Android, you try to sign into Google, it will try to go to the cell phone that you've registered and it will give it a code. Uh, there's even software you can download from Microsoft and Google and, and it will make you enter a code before you can sign in. So you start with your password. It then says, please enter now the code. The code goes to your cell phone. So the, 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 the big thing here in the third party uh, infiltration is they don't have a two-tiered system. They want to check your credit score. They type it in. They use their username and password. They're going to get all of your detail. This one's actually very, very serious because the transunion information stolen was social security numbers, uh, credit scores, like who you owed money to, debt, and what I find very concerning about this is it knew how much credit you had available. And that's that's almost like the golden nugget when you come to a hacker because, you know, Bill and Adam don't have any access to funds. But if I was to get into a unit and I could say this person has over $200,000 worth of credit available and they only owe uh, 15000 they know where to go to get that information to yeah. be able to utilize it. So in this case, TransUnion's claiming we didn't do anything wrong. We're using information securely. However, uh, the, the the real benefit here is in the long of the, what are we going to do to protect ourselves is that, uh, folks, you have the option to set up a two-tiered uh, security system. Make sure you do it. Make sure you do it. All right. Words to the wise. Uh, you, you've been bragging about Disney Channel I am uh, ever, I ever since they announced this concept. <laughs> Uh, I and, think it's great. And I it's really getting do. close. It's coming up. Uh, it, now, this is the American launch, right? It is the American. Yeah, but it's going to be also uh, carried into Canada. Oh, where, it is already? Yeah, this usually there's Sometimes there's a, del- there's a delay, but not in this case. Not in this case. Canada is going to be expecting the Disney Channel, and the same programming between both is going to be uh, capable. And you know why? Because Disney owns all the rights. Yeah. So the issue with Netflix, uh, Netflix, sorry, Netflix having two separate, how come we don't get that programming and you get different pro is because they got to license it. The best thing about Disney is it owns its own content. Yeah. It owns the movies, it owns animations, and so they made the announcement of everything coming out, and I mean, I'm getting excited. I got shivers rolling up. I'm sure people are like, wow, this guy really loves Disney. Well, the one thing I love about Disney is I, I really enjoy all the programming from the 40s, the 50s, the 60s. I mean, they're they're great, and from an animation to all of their live productions, and the new stuff coming out as well. So Disney owns the rights to all of its content, so with Disney US, Disney Canada, is coming out and we can expect to see this programming with some amazing uh, uh, content specifically right now the only thing we may not get is certain uh, Marvel Marvel movies um, due to the fact that they've licensed them still to Netflix and and so forth so it's a bit of a we're waiting to buy back the rights of our own of our own programming but we will have all the Marvel movies they're launching every Star Wars series every movie you could ever imagine is going to be available and the one is of course a series that they've come up with on their own called the Mandalorian show um, and the Mandalorian is going to be a, a, a series about uh, Star Wars and, and, and the uh, era of the Boba Fett uh, well not Boba Fett but uh, a Mandalorian who is Boba Fett and I'm, I'm getting way too Star Wars-ish right now the other element that I thought was he is all of the Disney programming we, we understand but they also have included out of all of it all 30 seasons of The Simpsons will be available on the Disney Channel. That's enough to just burn away your life. You 30 seasons of The Simpsons. That's a lifetime to watch. So anyway, it's coming out and you can uh, expect to subscribe. What about the Pixar stuff? Because, I mean, Disney owns everything. Yeah, Pixar is all included. Yeah, so Marvel, Star Wars, uh, or Lucasfilms, uh, right. Pixar. 
So you, you you can watch Star Wars. You can watch Saving Private Ryan. I mean, it, it runs the gamut. I mean, they, they've got everything. All of it, yeah. Uh, they got the uh, Caribbean, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, yeah, the whole, like, I mean, there was movies in there. I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess Disney, that's a Disney movie. Uh, you know, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and all, oh, yeah. the, all those. Uh, yeah, know, the ones you would ones. Uh, remember as Disney movies. But, yeah. I mean, you know, the, I remember there was a big uh, furor in the in the industry back when they said, well, we're going to make uh, serious drama movies now. Yeah. And, and, and right. even some scary movies. Oh, that's not Disney. They said, oh, yeah, ka-ching, ka-ching. Yeah. It is now. <laughs> That's right, yeah. So there's going to be, uh, in fact, uh, this was just the initial launch. These are all the programming and, and features we'll yeah. be able to access. The key thing about Disney, though, is that they will all be available right off the onset uh, for the classics we're talking about. You remember how Netflix brings them, they take them away, bring them and take yeah. them away? This is almost like having your own Disney shelf. You'll be, they're not going to take it away. That's what makes this really cool is if you're going to pay a fee, I want to know that I can get that movie all the time. And that's what makes this really really cool you're not going to be like oh you've only got 30 days to watch it you'll have it in infinitely to, to have access check with your local companies that's right see <clears throat> what's going on with that uh facebook's in the news again you know what we always have the option of talking about fake ids and we you know you and i have talked about many times facebook and the politics and everything else that goes out is it fake is it not fake and what are they doing to protect it and what's going on in the senate and you know what i didn't get into it this week but next week we'll talk maybe more about it facebook had that little open uh letter that he wrote out uh he he being yeah. mark zuckerberg i mean it it's almost like what uh, Everyone, I'm going to save you the time and energy. Don't waste it. You'll regret it on your deathbed. What did I do? I listened to Mark Zuckerberg's open speech. So uh, Facebook, though, does have a serious issue going on. And that is if you start to report people and you can claim someone's a fake ID or you want to claim that this ad is fake or, you know, because Facebook wants us to be transparent. They want us to speak openly about it so they can review it accordingly. Well, apparently anyone who's been reporting anything, whether you report a fake ID, an ad, whatever it is, they're blocking you, not the ad. <laughs> and apparently this is a big issue. And what is it with these guys? I don't know. I think it's got to be a glitch, but many, many people who have reported they've been blocked out of Facebook because they were commenting that people were fake ID stolen identities, meaning if someone was a Bill Kelly and they went on Facebook and you, you as Bill Kelly was like, wait a minute, that's not Bill Kelly. That's fake. You as the real Bill Kelly are getting blocked. And this is, this is a big issue. Apparently it's, it's an epidemic. So it's almost like you don't want to report anybody for the fear of being blocked. These guys have got a credibility issue. I'm serious. <laughs> yeah, a very deep one. I yes. mean, there's this element, and, and the other story that Zuckerberg was in the news for this week, of course, yeah. was was all the the, the, the the BS about what's going on in the Canadian election. Yeah. And he he was he knows that there are four or five different things for instance about Justin Trudeau. They're just yeah. out and lies. That's right. Take them down. No, not going to. Yeah. Well, but they're lies. He said, I know they're lies, but we're not going to take them down. Yeah. This is, which is really interesting. Why the why part is, and 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 I think I've said this before. It's like its own little environment. Facebook is running like its own little company, and if you don't like the rules that they uh, have exhibited, and and Zuckerberg's comment is freedom of speech. I think he's lost in the what is freedom of speech to. Are we just going to make up everything we say? It, it, you know, there comes a point where there's got to be not freedom of speech. There's got to be some factual evidence to support it. Um, and as such, and I, I think this kind of lends itself to the next point of Facebook. Yeah, well, let me ask you about that because, I mean, you talked yeah. about they've got their own little world going. They've got their own little <laughs> currency, too. Try and to. apparently it's not going well. Well, here's the thing. Yeah, uh, Facebook announced about a year ago that Libra, their currency, was going to come out. And this was going to alter the whole economy online. And we saw this with Bitcoin. 
We've seen it with a lot of the other uh, uh, cryptocurrencies on the market, but Libra is apparently getting an exodus. And they had some heavy, heavy players, eBay, uh, Uber, Lyft, and MasterCard, PayPal, Visa. Well, the MasterCards, the Visas, the PayPals, all of the commerce portion, which are pretty critical, have all dropped out of Libra and more and more dropping by the day. Now, the question would be like, wow, it's obviously a testament of why wouldn't anyone want to be a part of Facebook? Well, the claim is that, you know, all of these investing groups, money uh, processes, visas and MasterCards, they're not really that eager to jump on this because of the uh, worldwide economy rules that they're looking to establish. Um, I feel like it's the Star Trek Federation we're talking about, the global <laughs> planet side, but they were going to be responsible for the banking issues. So if there was ever a problem, anything whatsoever through the Facebook Libra account, meaning someone was caught using it for terrorist purposes or otherwise, MasterCard, Visa, and PayPal would have been the ones accountable and financially responsible for that damage. So all of them are like, wait a minute, we don't want to get on board with this until we understand the real rules, which by the way was today, they were going to be having that vote in the World Congress with regards to how is world currency going to work? What would that look like? What is the accountability of these financial groups? How is it MasterCard, Visa, PayPal, if they were to offer this global cryptocurrency, how would the taxes work? How would it work in the terrorism funding? All of that. All of them just said, you know what, Facebook... Sounds like this is something we need to step out of until we get some or understanding of how it works. Okay, this is very frustrating stuff today. So let's, uh, you know what, we need to lighten it up. But we need a robot story. You know what, this is great for people like my wife. I love Michelle deeply, but I'm going to tell you, there are many plants that we have put to the grave because they come home, they look beautiful, we get them from a beautiful greenhouse, and when we put them, in that, put them around the house, somehow they just uh, maybe didn't get enough light, they didn't get enough water. There's a new robot you can get. It's called it's a six-legged robot, and this was developed by a Japanese engineering student who realized that he he was forgetting to water and give his plant sunlight. And, of course, the sun shines only certain times of the day, especially in the house. The robot will be able to determine where the sun is, so it will pick itself up and walk towards the sunlight. So as your window kind of moves with the sun, it will then move with it. When it has too much sunlight... It will then realize that it needs some time for shade and your robot will scurry off into the shade or off to the corner. And when it needs water, it will give it a little shake. It actually moves about two to three of the legs and kind of shakes and rattles as well as <laughs> notifies your app to say, I'm thirsty. Come feed me. I'm th I, I need some water. It's actually pretty cool, except if you have about eight of those, it looks pretty creepy. It's like yeah, Toy Story. The, they were going all over the house. Yeah, it kind of remind me of Toy Story, the original Pixar movie, yeah. speaking about that. Remember that little eight-legged creature with the doll head on it? And, and it kind of looks like that. It looks very, very... Um, I could see this being in a horror movie, to be honest with you, as Halloween's coming up. So if you're really a horrible green thumb, this could be the greatest purchase you can make to save your plants. No, it can't. It's it's great <laughs> and it's fabulous, but it's not as good as the robot that does dishes. Well, this is, they're claiming- I got to get me one of these. A 40 million job killer. This is- Phenomenal if you're a restaurant owner and because, you know what, people didn't show up for work, you got a whole busy night going on on a Friday, Saturday, and all of a sudden you got piles and piles of dishes that need to be washed. Well, this robot is going to be capable of washing multiple dishes. Not only does it wash it, it scans it and be able to uh, wash on both sides, rinses it, stacks it, 
and then organizes it that the ne- that you can grab it and move it to the next uh, uh, get ready for the next serving. This is a huge game changer. They're actually claiming, I, I can't see there being 40 million jobs, but maybe there is, I guess, that are washing dishes in the world. This is what they're claiming is going to be a dishwashing uh, job killer for the restaurant industry. I just want one for the house. Well, it's a pretty... <laughs> just, uh, just a, a smaller version. That's all I'm, say, all I'm looking for here. It's an intense robot to purchase at Christmas f- time there, Bill. I mean, it's 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 quite involved. Well, listen, we've got a little bit of time left. and uh, Just talking about automation and, and change jobs and everything. Uh, there are companies that are process servers. I mean, you know, yeah. serving legal documents, etc. Right. Uh, that might be changing. Well, this one's actually huge. In Kitchener, of all places, uh, not that Kitchener is a surprising place for this to happen, but what happened was, uh, in small claims court, um, and in regular court for that matter, to be actually uh, engaged in a court matter, you have to be served. You yeah. need to be served proper papers, and, and you know that. Rebecca's in the industry of understanding that. This has been one of those old tried true. Well, in Kitchener in this last month through several attempts and and they've gone to court and obviously they haven't been able to serve uh, the paperwork. Uh, They're either not home, they're not getting it, or who knows in this day and age. Well, the courts had actually approved that they were able to serve the documents through Instagram. The judge approved it. Now, they had to go through the process of actually going through process servers like you described, but uh, with no avail, it wasn't able to be done. They were able to prove in court the individual was on Facebook and Instagram without a doubt that it was the individual, and the courts, the judge specifically, said, I am going to allow that these documents can be served through Instagram. Why? Because A, we knew the person particularly when they gave their information, and two, it comes with a read receipt. (laughs) So there was proof that someone read it. Now, the argument would be, what if someone got my Instagram account? The courts had ruled that is not they would need to prove their account was hacked. But in this case, we could be starting to be served by Instagram and Facebook. So you're going to get one of those messages then if you're one of the people that follow them. Like, uh, congratulate Adam. He's been served this week. (laughs) (laughs) And share it with your friends. Yeah, That's right. Share with your friends and and, and make sure you keep this posted. But this is a game changer, Bill. This is is really big. When you think about it, are we going to be served legal documents through the same organization that can't get their currency figured out (laughs) or be able to put a proper document together? I don't know. And our privacy issues? I I, I don't think it's smart. And on that positive note, uh, we're out of Time. Uh, this is Tech Talk. We do this every Friday at 1135. Brought to you by Hamilton Limousine. Have a great weekend. You too. Thanks, Bill. The Bill Kelly Show. Weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.